Hey. <laughs> hey, how's it going? I'm good. <laughs> it's been a little while. It's been <laughs> a, few, a minute. Yeah, a few uh, things kind of got in the way, life and all that stuff, but it's yeah. good to see you. <laughs> good to see you too. How have you been? Great. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just been nonstop. But I, I'm going to say good and bad, but no, most mostly good or neutral, but <laughs> good, <laughs> lots good. of things. So first of all, I like the, before I say anything else, I love the little uh, blue audio meter before you, when you're in the waiting room. That's like, yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, nice. I like it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> nice one. So yeah, you've got some new features. <laughs> yeah. 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 As indicated and also, It also shows if I turn off my camera, you'll see my audio ah, nice. as I speak. So, oh, cool. That's yeah. really nice. So that way, because some people prefer to not use yeah. video, so they want to just hear each other. So this allows them to turn off the camera, but still kind of have yeah. some kind of visual. You're there, uh, they're, visual, they're, they're not completely offline. It's they're, they're, right. they're, they're conscious. And, and also it helps who's speaking as well, if, if there's more than one other person in the room, right? Exactly. So that's the idea behind it. So, you know. Nice. Seems to be working fine. Right. Yeah. Got a pretty good reaction and comments about it. So cool. it's looking good. Yeah, Before we yeah. keep going, hmm. happy new year. Happy new year. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. <laughs> happy. Yeah. Happy everything. <laughs> All the stuff that's I... happened since last fall. Merry Christmas and happy Merry Christmas, new year. Happy new year. <laughs> I still can't get into the whole 2022 thing. It uh, just right. seems—I know I didn't get used to 2020. Never mind 2021. <laughs> 2022 yeah. just seems like no, that that can't be right. When I've written it, it's like there's no way that can be real. <laughs> it feels strange, right? Super strange. Yeah, very weird. I've only written it like by hand, maybe twice, and both times I'm like, no, that really can't be right. <laughs> but anyway. I know I, I've stopped myself. I, I've uh, questioned myself a couple of times where, wait, is it 2022? Is it 21 or 22? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like, no, it can't be. I mean, I question myself most of the time, but that especially strongly. <laughs> yeah. So how were your holidays? Uh, good. Yeah. It's it, it's kind of weird over here, right? Because so Christmas is... I don't want to say it's a non-event, but it's not really a thing. Christmas Eve, couples go out for a meal. Maybe if you do presents, maybe Christmas Day. But it, the, the big thing here is KFC on Christmas lunch. That's the event. Oh, yeah, wow. seriously. <laughs> so for whatever reason, I guess X number of years ago, I think it's about 15, 20 years ago or so, I, before my time, KFC saw an opportunity to do the same thing that like Halloween and very an Easter have done and spread a an American event, what has become an American commercial event to a place that doesn't have it. And so they introduced this concept of having KFC Christmas lunch. And now you basically have to reserve your box um, about a month or so in advance. You get a time slot on Christmas morning when you go and pick up your KFC. And there's, you know, for the, for almost two months leading up to Christmas, KFC are like, I mean, KFC are, are really strong advertising here. Like you, on a general day, you'll see, you know, on TV, there'll be like three or four KFC adverts. Um, wow. And they they just bombarding with this whole Christmas thing, special Christmas box and all. Yeah, it, it's it's funny. Like Christmas <laughs> is basically couples going out for a fancy meal on Christmas Eve and KFC for lunch. That's it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> interesting. So yeah. the the Colonel is Always alive and well in Japan. Japan. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird at first. You're like, what? <laughs> I didn't really think that was a big deal, but yeah, they they've done really really well at marketing here. So. 
cool, cool. But so did you have yeah, was, did, did you have your KFC? We didn't. <laughs> I think we did a, maybe the second our first or second year here because both me and my son were like, oh, we want to do this. And my wife's yeah. like, oh god, fine, all right, whatever. But we were like, yeah, we want we wanted it. And then we're like, okay, we did it. <laughs> That's fine. And done with so that. What we did do was um between Christmas and we went to uh Hot Spring re Resort, I guess is nice. the word. But it's basically it's an old traditional Japanese like inn in the mountains down south a bit from this mm -hmm. island and we, we just stayed overnight there so it's you you basically rent a they have six or seven of these private baths which are hot spring fed mm -hmm. baths and they're cool. outside or equivalent of outside as in there's a roof but there's no walls so right. yeah you basically rent that for an hour and you get a fancy meal which is i think it was like a it's like 10 courses or so if you look at my twitter you'll see i posted wow. every each of the courses i mean they're very traditional japanese local seasonal food so there'll be sashimi there'll be various other bits and things that you're like don't know what this is but it's tasty <laughs> so uh, yeah that was nice that was it was good to just go in the driving the mountains and you know nice. say that there was snow and it was cute and you sat in a hot spring and it's literally freezing outside but you're in oh. like the bath and you're like i'm good <laughs> and then you're like you overheat in the bath and you're like okay step outside for a moment okay back in so you, you spend yeah. like 40 minutes going in the bath just trying to regulate your temperature but it's very pleasant yeah nice nice no that's awesome that that's, was our that's little... the best when it's when it's cold and oh, yes, you're, yes. you know you're like, hot spring. i mean you, you put your foot in you're like too hot <laughs> and then you're like try to you know like kind of coax yourself into staying in there but it's lovely uh, that's that, very that was cool. the highlight of our Christmas and New Year, really. <laughs> nice, nice. What about yourself? Yeah, it was it was nice. We we didn't do much. Uh, we kept it very low key. We just you know, we, I mean, with COVID and all, you know, it's it's just yeah. What do you do? Right? Better to you know stay home and and just uh, keep it low key. So we for Christmas we were we were home, and for New Year's, two friends came over. A oh, couple nice. of friends, and it was just the four of us, and we just, you know, received the new year here and nice. had some champagne, and you know, but uh, we kept it uh, really mellow. Had had dinner, played some board games, and you cool. know, and, and... <laughs> I got board games right with my. I, I got my son like a couple of board games for Christmas, and yeah, so we spent pretty much New Year him beating me in those. <laughs> He's quite good at them, <laughs> so that was good. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, well, I mean, that was a nice thing about this hot spring night. There's few other people. You didn't actually see any other people. There were other people staying in the, the mm. inn, but yeah, we didn't see them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm assuming a lot of it is, you know, it's pretty much outdoors most of the time, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, You're yeah, like exactly. spending a lot of time outdoors. Yeah. And yeah. Exactly. yeah, that's really cool. My, my wife and well, myself too, we, we love that kind of stuff. And we've gone to a couple of places around here that have uh, hot springs and yeah it's very enjoyable yeah def definitely check out my my tweets around new yearish and <laughs> oh, okay. it's very pretty <laughs> i'll go back i'll go back to to that time yeah if if i remember i'll put a link in the show notes <laughs> okay right on <laughs> cool <clears throat> cool yeah so well i i guess my other big worky news is i i guess i launched at some point in the past few Ooh. months <laughs> <laughs> nice. it's official you can go and you can pay and you can sign up and nice. all that kind of good stuff so yeah that That's was awesome. yeah that that was i, I think it's worth worth stating <laughs> it's been oh, celebrating yeah, of course uh, of course congratulations thank you that's um, that's huge yeah, news 
It was a, I can't remember. Oh, I remember, I remember what the event was. So the other thing was I did a, a pitch pitch, like a pitch competition, actual people, five minute, you know, pitch in person event. And okay. so I kind of, I think before that I'd stated, let's say as a maybe in internal or I think I definitely told other people which made meant I had to do it was I was you know, officially launching at the beginning of November. And so it was like, well, actually, I guess I, I'm officially launched. Then I turned on subscriptions and <laughs> there's, there you go, you can pay. And so I set all of my trial users to like extend their trial till around about now. I think it's the beginning of February or something like that. Cause mm -hmm. I'm like, you, you, you'd have been good. You get some time, but then all new accounts are like, I think it's two weeks uh, trial of which has been, there's been a few signups at the, and well, the other big news is I have a paying customer, nice. which is very exciting. So yeah, awesome. it's I, again, I think worth celebrating a little bit. And the nice thing was that also they, they asked, they asked me if, if it was okay, if they wrote a testimonial for me, uh, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> please do. <laughs> yeah, so they seem uh, really happy with it. they, in talking to them, they said they the communication because they're uh, they're not officially a remote company but it's not an IT company but they tend to work not necessarily all in the office they go out and do things for clients and things and he said they're just generally not very good at talking to each other <laughs> generally <Yeah>. and so <laughs> so, so actually i guess this this we talk about this now while it's it's in line with the topic so sure. one change which um I kind of made to the product and this was, I think I mentioned it before that I added time tracking yes. as in a start and stop timer. Mm -hmm. it, partially, I, I was partially against it at first because I'm like, no, I don't want to turn it into a time tracker, but it kind of kept coming back that, well, actually we need this and we're now using two products and it would be just easier if we used one so we could yeah. do time tracking, but with a social intra office aspect to it. Okay. So it's like, okay, I, I get that. I mean, again, it wasn't necessarily <laughs> my intention. I'm not a very time tracky kind of person. Yeah. I, do it and I, I remember you, I remember you were struggling with that idea. Mm. Kind of like, you know, should I do this? Should I not? I yeah. think it's partially because of how I work. And I think that's just, I guess I'm coming to terms with my brain isn't necessarily the same as everybody else's with, with regarding tracking time, but it's as especially with when they're working for clients and when I've worked for clients in the past, it's like, well, no, you have to be on and off. And so this, I kind of, I chewed it around quite a lot. I added just basic start and stop times and you could export the times into CSV and Excel and things. But then they were like, well, that's nice. But then we start the timer and then we go and we do a check-in. Like, can we just merge that? And so I, again, rattled around my head for a while and I'm like, all right, okay, if I'm going to do this, let's kind of, I'll buy into this. It's either, you know, half-hearted or it's, it's all in, right? I, I right. want to do it properly. Right. So after chewing around quite a lot, I came with this. All right. So you can, the, the normal check-in stuff works fine. If you want to, you can actually turn off as an, uh, as a, an organization, you can turn off time tracking. It's, it's just a flag, but if you have it on. When you start the timer, it does a modal pop-up okay. with a mini version of, and you can do everything that you can, well, you can't, you don't have the future thing, but you can do everything on the, the normal check-in page within mm -hmm. the modal. You can okay. just close it if you don't, if you don't want to, or you can actually just do a check-in from that. That links it to the timer. So I can display effectively a, 
like a package of your start and stop for the day linked to your check-in and it's just completely in line with you anywhere on the app you can just say starts time timer or stop timer pops up the check-in no i don't want to or yeah just oh did these things save and it's great (laughs) even for me just having that oh i'm going to work on this it's kind of like a i guess like a pomodoro but without the timer yeah i was going to say yeah you say, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to do these things. Check mm-hmm. in. Go away. Do your things. Oh, at the end of the day, oh, I should stop the timer. Stop. Oh, yeah. Tick those off. Check in. And it's like, I, this is great. It sounds like a perfect workflow right there. Right. It, it's actually a much better workflow for planning than the the normal dot plan workflow, right? Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah. So I'm I'm gonna I've done a few enhancements to it now. It's actually it's actually becoming a slightly better version of the normal check-in page anyway. But kind of backporting the, those improvements to the other one. It also does it so you can start a time a general timer, or you can start it for a given project. So you can say I'm going to work on this project, and mm-hmm. it automatically tags the check-in with the project that you're working on as well. So then that's filterable and all these things. So again, it's kind of actually makes it a nicer flow than just going and doing a check-in. It's a bit more manual, right? So yeah, I'm like, okay, this this worked out. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, again, I put it off for months and I it's, it's easy in hindsight to say, oh, I should have just realized this, but it took a lot of sketching, doodling, like, going back and forth, like internally, like, no, I don't want to do this. And actually maybe there's something in it. And, and it took that time to realize how it should work. And then the result, I, it actually works out really well. And nice. this, the client that's paying, you know, my, my customer, they're like, this is how they use it. They, there's no, that they, they don't do any other check-ins. They, they use it primarily for this. And because they were doing che- time-based check-ins anyway, now they have time check-ins with a social um, interaction. People mm-hmm. are responding to them. People are comment, leaving comments on it. And it's like they've achieved this, this flow, which was my goal for Dot Plan, but they've done it because they're doing uh, time, time uh, check-ins anyway. Check-ins. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, this is kind of a mini revelation, right? So I'm, I'm just rolling with that and seeing where that goes now. <laughs> but what I'm doing is now trying to do a complete redesign of the landing page just to, to incorporate everything that I know the product is now versus what I thought it was going to be when I started building it. So <laughs> that's where I am with that. <laughs> All right. Wow. Yeah. So much has happened mm. since we met last time. And the, 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 the pitch was, that was great. I really enjoyed that. It's the first, I think, you know, I did like the 99 second online pitch, you know, I've talked right. to loads of people about it. But to do a five-minute timed, was it five minutes? Yeah, I think it was. Timed, like stand up, go. Like These are my slides. Talk to people. Mm-hmm. That that was that was really really fun, and it, it's it just gives you that good buzz, right? Uh, seeing some people respond. It was to a Japanese audience, so my I pitched in English, but I had Japanese like my slides had Japanese text on them as well, so uh, I had English and Japanese. So even if they couldn't understand me, they could follow along what I'm saying is pretty obvious. And you, I could see as soon as I started speaking, I was kind of, all right, those are following me, those people aren't. <laughs> so <laughs> I knew who to direct my attention to when I was pitching. And uh, yeah, I got some interesting questions and stuff. So, and again, some trial signups, a few people nice. wanting to speak in the new year, which we're going to try and arrange. So yeah, it was that, that, that was fun. I enjoyed that. That was quite, yeah, it was just, it was a good buzz doing that. <laughs> 
Very cool. Very cool. So happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> that uh, you got to that point and it's going well. And yeah, that's it, awesome. It definitely feels like there's a, I'm on a different phase now that everything up until, you know, end of last year, December ish, was kind of, uh, if not figuring it out, then kind of working out which exactly, what exactly the product should be, what really works for the people. And again, it's, you know, what, what people say they want versus what they're actually using and how they use it are very different, right? So, yeah. you know, saying, yeah, that's great. We want to use that and then not using it. And you're like, but I thought you said use it versus <laughs> saying it would be good if it did this too, doing that and then seeing it just like, you know, the graph goes right in terms of people using it. And you're like, okay, <laughs> that's not what you said, but fine, <laughs> we'll roll with it. <laughs> so... It's fun. It's been been a, an interesting few months, that's for sure. Well, that's great. That sounds. It sounds like you've man, you've made a lot of progress. You've gotten to this point, and yeah, from yeah, and I I totally get it. And now that you're gotten to this stage, is it's a different ball game now. So now the focus must be growth. I'm assuming, right? It's growing your customer base hmm. basically, and and try to move the needle up. Right. I mean, I, I, it's it's very clear now that the bit which is entirely lacking is explaining to people what this is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the yeah. product now, I know I can see, again, you know, it's it's a small sample size, but it's the fact that mo all of these people within this company said they didn't want this, right? They didn't want to use this. They wouldn't use it. And yeah. they're using it and they're happy with it. And they've actually said, oh, actually, this is great. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is this is good. But the, so the the... The problem I have now, or at least the thing I want to try to solve or improve, is just explaining to people a what it is, b why it's good for you, and see what the end, what the, the the reward is for doing this. And just you know, right now it's terrible. I I know that the landing page is is hopeless. The onboarding is it, it's not non-existent, but it's not what it needs to be. Mm -hmm. So the, the the emphasis now for me is is just really on on that less mm -hmm. so on fiddling around with the product because it i know it does the things it needs to do and yeah there'll be features you know there's, yeah. there's always features <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so maybe now is a good time to spend a little more time well like you said spending more time on those areas so perhaps more marketing and more education yeah. kind of yeah. content and uh, yeah, have you considered establishing some kind of cycle where you work, you work on a product for a certain period of time, and then you work only on marketing? Because I've been thinking about that. This is actually the first week that I'm trying that for reals, because I've been talking about doing that for months, and I haven't really gotten into that cadence and found that rhythm, I guess. Mm. But this week is my first week that after I did that big update to FusionCast, then I'm like, okay, well, this is an opportunity for me to, now that I've pushed that, it's working, it's, it's good. This week, I'm just going to focus on marketing and just right. communicating with people, answering emails and, you know, tweeting and just focus on those things, the marketing website. So that kind of stuff, yeah. you know, have you thought about doing anything like that? It would make sense if my time was a little bit more predictable. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I think the, the thing which, you know, I've got, you know, I'm working on too many things, especially with like, you know, client work, which, you know, always takes priority. It's it's just not quite as predictable as predictable as I'd like it to be in terms mm -hmm. of allocating, you know, I can definitely do this. And then next week I don't get time to do that. So it's like, well, do I just push that back? Or, but at the same yeah. time, there's definitely a, I think, a, 
a phased cadence that I want to get mm -hmm. into, which is okay. The next thing is, you know, improving the just how it's presented, how I speak about it. So it's landing page, you know, I, mm -hmm. the the priorities are landing page, you know, welcome emails. I don't even have a pre you get like a, an email which says, here's your account. <laughs> Thanks for signing yeah. up. And there's yeah. you know, I want to get into again, education thing of like actually, you know, talking them through the product, just the onboarding experience as a whole. So yeah, I've got a mm -hmm. list of like 10 th areas which desperately need looking at and you know, just the landing page is number one, just because it's the most visible and it's the win one which will either convince people to try it or not. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's, there's definitely a phased approach. I'm not sure if saying like for the next two weeks, I do this just mm. works because I might not even get a chance to touch it for two weeks. To yeah, be no, so, yeah, that makes sense. But definitely a, you know, in and out of, of what actually I'm doing. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It also sounds like uh, you could use this this customer that's adopting the product and they didn't want to do it before. Now they're doing it and they're being successful with it. What are those called where you present kind of like what you did and how it impacted? Oh, like a case uh, study kind of thing. Case study. Yeah, mm. yeah. That, that's, yes. That's yeah, yes. I was to yeah, I, th think I think that's, that's, uh, that's a good idea as well. Just because, okay, okay they're, they're not a necessarily a typical, is there such a thing as a typical customer, right? But they're, they're definitely the the resistance and the realization and the reward is definitely something that could be presented as a as a case study yeah that's definitely case I think study, that's, yeah. that's worth yeah. considering yeah i should think about that and hmm. see if that that would work for you definitely worth worth thinking about but yeah i say it's been it's been fun it's so now it's uh, it's 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 all going a slightly different direction now just you know what i need to do but yeah it's all good progress <laughs> nice nice that's awesome congrats again thank you <laughs> happy for you and looking forward to seeing the product i haven't logged on in a while so i need to log in and kind of see the other it's... thing that's come up as uh, and again i think it's i, I did mention it uh, maybe in the past but it's it's starting to think about it a little bit more which is at the moment you know there's i've always focused on it being a team-based thing right it's it works best with you know 10 people or, you know, this company is like, I think there's seven or eight of them, but even for myself, sorry, even for myself, it's useful as a solo thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know the, the interface is really not in any way designed for that, but yeah. there is a, there's definitely a, a benefit from Again, there's, there's kind of like the, there's the productivity app angle, which is, you know, very much almost like Pomodoro based or very like prescripted task management that is like, this is my to-do list and you check them off and you know, things, but again, having just a things I did or how I was feeling, it's kind of like this quantitative self of not just how I was feeling, but what I got done. It's I guess like journaling or life logging or anything like that, but in a work context, and mm -hmm. there's definitely a benefit from an individual's doing it. Um, I don't know how that fits into the product right now, but mm -hmm. I also don't want to ignore it because it's a completely, <laughs> maybe not focus on it right now, but I think yeah. there's an opportunity there just to make it work well as for an individual too in the future, just because again, I'm using it as an individual and it's beneficial to me. So I'm sure others would benefit just in a, a slightly less formalized process because again I, I even pomodoro doesn't work for me it's kind of <laughs> i'll start it and then it's like it'll just like you know, I, I just can't yeah yeah <laughs> i'm not very good with that <laughs> yeah 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 i don't i don't think i've ever tried to really um 
use that uh, system, you know, like Pomodoro or mm. or anything like that. But yeah, I, I've, I've, I've logged on and time blocking and and things, and I just I work really well with lists, which is, I guess, this is reflective on what dot plan is, right? <laughs> it's yeah. a reflection of uh, how I uh, organize my work, which is just yeah, like let me let me list things and let me get them done, but not necessarily yeah, strict in a much more flexible way. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I guess your product is always going to be a reflection of yourself, right? When it when it's a solo based project, right? You know, uh, I guess with teams yeah. that that gets watered down somewhat. It'll still be, you know, somebody's a reflection of um, an amalgamation of a few. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So what about FusionCast? There's the big changes here as well. So lots of improvements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of improvements in the latest version. Been busy working on trying to make it better, you know, and trying to get to the point where I feel really comfortable with letting it go and opening it up. I know we talked about that before, and I shared with you before. I wanted to freeze all feature development and then <laughs> move on and yeah. and do this and that. I seem but, to remember that. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> So you're wondering, well, what happened? No, so uh, just things kept coming up, you know, and... Uh, you mentioned in your changelog that you, like... Oh, by the way, that, that that's great, that changelog. I really need to do the same thing. The Actually, I, I was also... I got a subscription to... What's the app? It's the thing which makes it... lets me do, like, like notification-based, like, widget in the thing. Oh. For, like, changelog stuff. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you mean to do that. But, yeah, you mentioned you, like, improved the... Just the stability and of the recording system and stuff like that. So, again, I, th I guess that's... Um, the key now is that you want it to be, you know, bulletproof, right? Yeah. Well, you know, of course, nothing is 100% bulletproof, but as close as I can get to that is is my goal because of the nature of the product. You know, recording, sure. I see it as a mission critical kind of thing, even though you know lives are not depending on it. But just the nature of of recording and want it to be as bulletproof as i can possibly make it yeah i mean the, the and, last thing you want is someone to like hold on i just did this interview and it, you didn't give me anything you lost yeah. it yeah right? yeah exactly yeah, not... that wouldn't be good at all so that's the the one thing that kept me from moving forward and feeling confident you know releasing it to more people and and making it available to more people so I really spent a lot of time trying to think about how I could engineer this thing in a way that could be more reliable. And I finally came up with something and it seems to be working, but it required me to rewrite pretty large portions of the recording engine. Not so much changing what was already there, but it was more about expanding what I already had and kind of fitting what I already had with this new approach. And so I was able to get it to work and it seems to be working really well. I still need to see how it's going to perform, if it's going to scale properly, you know, um, but right now it seems to be working just fine. And it achieved the goal of making recordings more reliable. So now even if the user closes the browser in the middle of recording or refreshes the page, it'll still finish properly and, and nothing will be lost. I mean, so, I think that's, that, that, that's the bit which, you know, I think, you know, from everything, the product, everything else about it is just like fantastic. You know, I, again, I, I think that you, you, you've got a fantastic product here. That was the, the bit which is like... Uh, hold on, I, I can't use this browser now because because <laughs> it crashed last time. It's like we just might as well throw away the browser. So yeah, making sure that 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 is just as you say, just super solid. Yeah, it's is is everything. And if you've got that solved, then you know I I think you're in a very good position. Just because again, it's yeah. I mean something that's again it, you you have a a major advantage to me in terms of what your product is is that 
people get it so quickly, right? It's like you can report, record podcasts, you get double-ended audio, you're good. Yeah. And, and I was like, okay, I know what that is. You know, I've got to effectively go through this like education process, like explaining what on earth this thing is, which I, I guess you, you saw I, I released this a little digital business card app thing. Oh, yeah. I, gonna, I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But... Speed, right? Link speed. Speed. Yeah, yeah. So linkspeed.io. Yeah. And again, I, I wrote it ages ago and, and I spent literally a, a week just like in the evenings going, I should just release this, right? Because it's there and it's done and I'm using it and people that I've shown it to actually liked it. So I should just release it. Yeah. So I spent, a, it, it was like five days just tidying it up and launching it. And the fact that that requires literally zero, I mean, you can show them a picture and everybody goes, all right, I know what that is. And it's like, it's such a different thing, right? Because <laughs> you literally don't have to explain anything at all. And they totally get it right away. Yeah. And that's kind of like, yeah, what was I thinking? <laughs> how is, how's that going by the way? How, well, have you gotten thing. subscribers? Well, yeah, there's like 50, 60 people using it nice. and i literally tweeted about it once and i see hits coming in quite regularly of new signups and things i'm like all right well i didn't do anything yet so i i want to revisit it yeah I, it's yeah. especially since you know again it is bare bones completely bare bones right now in terms of you you, you can add links and social links i just you know pre pre-added what 10 defaults mm -hmm. or something like facebook and instagram stuff and so if i definitely there's there's something there just the fact that it was so yeah people seem to like it and i've got some really good responses from it and also it's it's an interesting experiment for me in terms of live view because it's it, again it's, it's another phoenix live view app and yeah. it's so it's been interesting seeing its performance and its characteristics when it's the most heavily i don't say heavily but the most trafficked app live view app i've got running at the moment you know like dot plan has a very right now predictable usage pattern just because of the people that are using it whereas this is you know both the visits coming in from wherever and the people that are randomly signing up it's it's just like give me an insight into just you know what kind of things to expect from it and what slows it down and what doesn't because you know live view is a it's a very different way of making an app work from mm -hmm. something like Rails. So just seeing how to improve or how to optimize that is is a good lesson for you know, dot plan and everything else. So I'm kind mm -hmm. of I'm tempted to experiment with it a bit more. And plus, because it's not my intent, at least it it hasn't been my intention to make it into a a product for money, although. Hey, if, if if it can get traffic, then maybe there's an opportunity there. So you're not charging for that no, service no, right free. now. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's okay. the other thing as well. It's running on a, a free. It's running on live. Uh, sorry, Fly.io's minimum viable server platform. <laughs> as in, it's okay. it's using their Postgres service, which means I have to pay for storage because normally uh, the the you you lose it on reboot right mm -hmm. whereas their postgres service has a i want to allocate 10 gig to this so mm -hmm. it's you actually have to pay something for for the storage so i've got the literally minimum of that and then everything else is just on the minimum free things which is a 256 megabyte memory shared instance and mm -hmm. free everything else and such so cost me you know, what two dollars fifteen cents a month or something so and but seeing that people are like oh my god it's really fast and i'm like 
<laughs> like literally on the bare metal. So again, it's just really interesting getting some, just some performance data and getting some experience yeah. of how live view performs in the field. Yeah. Well, no, it's perfect though. It's a great match because it doesn't require a lot of what the app is about. doesn't require a whole lot of right. stuff, right? Mm -hmm. It's just mainly some fields, some yeah. text fields and maybe an image here and there and yeah. links and that's it. And right. so it's, so that's perfect. Exactly. That's awesome. it, it's, it's minimum, uh, minimum maintenance and, uh, minimum, it doesn't require external services. You know, it's not got APIs to rely on. It doesn't yeah. store a lot of data as in, as you said, it stores some images that are recompressed and rescaled. So you're talking yeah. about a few K here and there on S3. <laughs> so it's, it, yeah, it's, it's very low maintenance and no fuss. So it'd be, it's, it, it's an interesting thing that I can use as an experiment, which is, was my primary thought process for making it public right you know it i did toy with the idea of just open sourcing the whole thing which is still a potential just because there isn't one of the the great things about you know when rails really started to take off you know i, I started using rails before there was anything on rails so i kind of went through the pain of trying to figure out everything was always at the edge right because no one had done this before yeah. and there's no shared code anywhere and that's how i ended up writing the book right because you know i was one of the first to go the first few hundred thousands whatever to go down these paths so actually just going through the process of making the book and i found that really i just really enjoyed it and just it was, it's just really interesting so yeah. i've been toying with the idea of okay do i do something similar with phoenix and live view um not necessarily that i have more knowledge of it than anybody else, but there isn't enough shared, you know, everybody gains the more public code there is, right? So I'm tempted to just either release it or do, do mini snippets of like, how did I do this? You know, how did I yeah. in this in live view, you know, how, and the thing is, you know, that there are things which I've not found in any live view app. And it's surprising just how many things you go, well, no one's, I can't find any reference as to how yeah. to do this. So I better yeah. figure it out. I mean, even just simple stuff like there's, you know, linked QR code to share your thing or to download and stick on a card or something. And it's like, yeah. okay, I can find QR code libraries and I've got a web app. How do I, how do I do that? <laughs> so how do I get that to appear in the app generated and included in the page? So it, it's something simple, but you know, and it could be a simple blog post or, you know, a video or something. So I've been toying yeah. with, you know, what, what's the, the best way I can give people value from the stuff I've I've figured out for this. So I'm still trying totally. to totally, if you're not gonna turn it into a paid product, that would be a great way to repurpose that project and, and turn it into a book or how I built this, just like you yeah, said, walk I've, I've through been, the I've process. Been trying to talk myself into making some videos on it just because it, it it's probably the quickest way to do it. As in, if I talk through, you know, how did I do this? It's probably a 10 minute video and it could potentially be not too much work <laughs> famous last words right <laughs> for me to talk through it for 10 minutes but I, I know a, a lot of people don't like video based development content but i know a lot of people do so it could be a good starting point anyway yeah yeah for so. sure well you say that uh, about if you're not going to monetize it but one of the most interesting resources for figuring out how people have done stuff in phoenix they're not using live view but just in phoenix and elixir anyway is uh, mm. plausible.io which mm. is a google analytics alternative which is a uh, privacy focused google analytics alternative that is 
a paid product. They're doing really well from, it's like two founders are based in the UK and that is completely open source and they're doing very well financially. And the reason for that is people found out about it because they open sourced it. So yeah. I think there's a potential path there that is like his, you know, by talking about the code and sharing the code, most people really don't want to set up a server to run an analytics server. Really? <laughs> do you want to do yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you don't want to do that. So, but at the same time, knowing how they're doing it and referencing that is, is interesting, right? Um, so, and it's useful to people learning Phoenix. So I think there's something similar there is in like, yeah, sure. I mean, again, the, what the app does isn't rocket science. It's just yeah. putting from some form fields on a page. It's just convenient. Yeah. Right. So there's, there's a similar argument to be made with. So if, it, if someone wanted to make link speed, it's, it's a weekend at most, right. Mm -hmm. For what it does right now, but the analytics are interesting as well, because it records like page views and page clicks and stuff as well. But is, do you really want to, most people don't want to host it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a potential path there. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I have a, an idea for a little product that came about as I've been working on FusionCast, but I'm not ready to share it publicly. Okay. So I'll talk to you about it after <laughs> we hang up. So <laughs> what, what's your next what's next plan with uh, FusionCast? So my goal is to go to market as soon as I can. Now I feel more confident about it. There's one more thing that I need to do though before that, and it has to do with infrastructure. So I need to strengthen part of the infrastructure. Right now I only have one server running. Um, sitting it's not, between... it's not quite a free 250 megabyte instance though is it right <laughs> yeah and no it's, it's a little it's a little better than that i should but, beat that up i guess <laughs> yeah but it it's only one server so i need to have at least another one behind a load balancer to have some kind of redundancy i mean i i yeah i know i i don't really but again Given the nature of the product with the recording, You're... I don't want that to be, that's a point of failure right there. There is no redundancy. So I want to add another server just to have some redundancy there. And I'll be working on that pretty soon. But meanwhile. So what, what um, are you using for database? Are you using DigitalOcean's hosted database stuff? Or... Yes. Okay. Cool. Hosted and managed yeah. database. Seriously, managed databases. Yeah. <laughs> Never that's again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, there's war stories I could tell you about Postgres. I, I love Postgres, but there was a thing. Yeah. I'm uh, trauma, <laughs> traumatized through that. We can, we can turn that into another yeah. episode oh, <laughs> at some point. Yeah. I pay other people to look after my database now. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. Cheap. That's, that's the way to do it. And, uh, and they, they do a replication too. Exactly. So, Backups you know, backups and and stuff so right. it's yeah it's taken care of and i don't have to worry about that cool so but, basically um, the the server would literally and plus you're you're saving the chunks of the recording to s3 right so the servers mm -hmm. in theory can just be identical and who but whoever's processing the the data just takes over that and the other one doesn't right so right right Cool. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So I need to do that, but I mean that I don't expect that to be a, a major hurdle. Famous last words again. But <laughs> I myself every time I say, it. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that's the goal to get that going. But like I mentioned before, I'm doing, I'm trying to do 
cycle. So this week, I'm not even doing anything about that. I'm just focusing on things that have to do with marketing and promoting the product. So I got a few more people signed up for private beta. I'm not doing onboarding anymore, any uh, one-on-one onboarding, but I have brought on a few more people. And now there is a very simple, but I think useful onboarding thing that I added to FusionCast for the very first login users to see kind of like a guided thing where you know each screen tells them what Mm -hmm. they can do are you using any library service for that are you just doing it yourself nope nope it's just it's very bare bones very simple just a little alert at the top of the page of each screen and uh, based on what screen it is it kind of guides them tells them what's going on cool so hopefully that'll help to get people up and running quickly so yeah that's the goal really just do a little bit of marketing do a little bit of infrastructure and then in between that i'm gonna be working on the billing system yeah, I mean, um, I'm I'm glad that I yeah went with Paddle, which I I overcomplicated a little bit just by having having multiple plans is is fine, but it's also just things get more complicated, especially when you have like annual price and then a monthly price, which means you have two different subscriptions. Then you got I've got three subscription yep. levels, and each one's got monthly or annual billing, so I've got six subscription levels, and and it's just like oh god, I've got to, got to keep track of this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then you've got trials which are done internal to the product. And it's surprising just how much fiddly it is, right? It's it's like, oh, I'll just bill for it. And then it's like, oh, God, can I just not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, yeah, pain. <laughs> yeah, so that's part of the plan for now. Figure out pricing, the billing integration, and... Um... I mean, you're, yeah, close. And, and... You're, you're, you're so close now just because, again, it's if you've got the stability aspect sorted, then it's ready to go right just to say apart from these little things because it, it yeah. is a really good product i mean it, it's it's so clean <laughs> it's so intuitive and it looks great and yeah and it just works really well so uh, yeah you, yeah you know. thank you thank you i got some uh, good feedback uh, from one of the recent people that i brought on board and they you know they said it was uh, a really nice looking app and also got some feedback of some little things that i need to change here and there nothing major you said about folk. price plans what's what's your current thinking regarding pricing strategy? So I'm thinking, and this is what I've been thinking all along, based on the nature of the product, something like usage-based pricing would be good, but I don't want to get into the business of nickel and diming people and having to count everything. So what I, it makes it makes the product more complicated, right? Yeah, seriously. To keep track of all this yeah. stuff. So I don't want to get into that. So basically what I'm thinking is coming up with like three different tiers that give users the ability to use the product at the level that they need so kind of like x number of minutes per month of recording time per month with all features you get all the features it's just really the the price difference is based on the you get like amount of time something like you know an hour of storage per month or like you know five hours or ten hours kind of thing right yeah yeah so something like that i don't really have the numbers yet but that's what i'm thinking three tiers you know low medium and I mean, I and did this, and it, so so I had uh, I do something similar exactly with that plan, right? I took the I again having been in teams where you say, "Can we just add so and so?" and they're like, "Ah, oh, it's another seven dollars a month," and you're like, 
So what? <laughs> but people get re- and that, well, is are they is that person using it? Can we take them off it and add that person? And it really surprised me just how fussy people get over you know nine dollars a month extra for a team member, which. Again, as yeah. as an employer, as a team member, you're like, oh come on, you know, for <laughs> for the, all of the other costs, there's nothing. And it, but people do get really fussy about it, especially if it suddenly takes them over, like something they can put on a you know an expense credit card versus getting you know HR involved and getting something signed off. So I, yeah, I took the stance of like, okay, I'll just do three tiers, effectively ten up to ten people, up to twenty people, or unlimited. Thinking well, most. Right now, everyone's just going to go for the 10 because that's the people I'm speaking to and that's the customers I expect right now. But funnily enough, even this, I mean, it's it's cheap, what, 50-something dollars a month? I can't remember. Um, okay. And so th- this first claim is like, but there's only seven of us using it, but we're paying for 10. And I'm like, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> so even when you go for the, like, I'll just charge one so you don't have to worry about it. It's yeah. like, yeah, but but we don't need 10. We're only good. We only need seven. <laughs> yeah, but do you? Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't win. Is yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> The other thing that I want to, that I've been thinking about introducing or making part of the pricing structure is this idea of file retention, which Mm. I wanted to see what your thoughts are on that. So because storage, if it just, everything stays there and continues to pile up, (laughs) cost continues to go up. So I'm trying to think ways of managing that in a better way in this file retention period that Mm. would be part of each tier, you know, the lowest tier, maybe like 90 day file retention or something like that. Mm -hmm. And a year and then two years or, you know, something like that, where there's some kind of limit that the files need to come down, you know, just because I mean, the, the, the the storage is okay. It's, it's not massive, but it's not zero either. And as you said, it will add up, especially when most people aren't going to need it. Right. You know, you, you, they're going to be recording it. They're going to download it pretty much immediately. It's a few weeks at most. Right. Exactly. Um, I think that's completely fair. Right. Because they, yeah. they're going to publish the audio. They're going to, you know, do whatever they need to do with it after it's recorded. So mm-hmm. it doesn't really need to be sitting there on FusionCast Not systems forever. Right. It's it, it in Dropbox if you want to, you know, keep it shared with other people or things like that. So, yeah, I, mean, it's, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't think twice about that. And I, I, I think 90 days is for, for most people is going to be more than plenty, right? Just because as mm-hmm. you said, you know, it's, if you've just recorded it, then you're going to want to download it. If not immediately, then very soon. I can see the, you know, sharing, you know, if you, if you have an editor, they need to go in and download it and edit it. That might take, you know, even a few weeks, but I think 90 days is, is plenty. I wouldn't. Right. So I would, I'm thinking maybe it would be 90 days and then six months and then a year. Right. You know, that sounds very fair. Yeah. Mm. So hopefully I don't get pushback about that or, you know, I I, I mean, people know storage isn't free, right? (laughs) Right. And you're charging for the recording. You're not becoming, you know, file storage system. That's your feature. That's your, what it's about. Yeah. I mean, you, you, I don't know if you have a, I can't remember the interface. Do you have recordings? effectively get archived i mean you could just show it in the history it's like you know this is effectively been archived right it's the recording is mm-hmm. grayed out and it's like just as long mm-hmm. as there's notifications mm-hmm. you know send them an email you know a week before it's going to go or two weeks before it's going to get removed and say yeah exactly like, you know, they, they will need to be notified mm-hmm. ahead of time and mm-hmm. 
you know, that way they can do whatever they need to do in, in case right. they need to download them. But mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's I, what I I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, you don't yeah. want to, it, it just because it's, it's an incremental cost, right? <laughs> Every yep. recording yep. they do just adds to that baseline cost and yeah. you don't need that. Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. That makes me feel good about, you know, being let's put it this way. I wouldn't expect you to, re if I was using it, I wouldn't expect you to make, you know, keep it indefinitely. Just, it's, it's like, why, yeah. why would you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, we're, we're not a file storage no. service. We're right. a recording service. So. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. I think as long as the, the limits are sensible and not, you know, my God, you have like four days to re-download it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. absolutely fine. And, and I wouldn't expect any pushback from that at all. Yeah. Okay, good. Famous Sounds last good. words as well. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not great at predicting what people will say. <laughs> but I, I can't see an issue in that case. So yeah, I think that's it on my end. We'll see how it goes. So um, are we going to get back into publishing these? I think this, oh, oh yes. Oh yeah, we need to release them. <laughs> well, actually, so, in one way, this is interesting because we. How many have we got like in the buffer queue? Because we can probably there was one more. Just oh really? One more. Okay. Is there any more to edit? I can't remember. Yes, there's more to edit, which I need to get back on. I mean, I think the it's interesting also because we got. I think. The potential for what we're discussing is, I think, changing as well, because we're mm -hmm. both in a position where I, I'm in a effectively a post-launch and what the hell do I do now <laughs> position. You're yeah. hopefully about to do the same thing. Yeah. So definitely, I think there's a, a chance to kind of target what we're discussing slightly mm -hmm. different on a weekly basis too, right? Because the, the thing isn't mm -hmm. like, oh, what should I do with this feature? Or where should this button go? It's it's a bit more like, okay, what kind of challenges am I having right now? And uh, it's yeah. less about what I got done and what about more about, you know, like, I guess, strategizing or something. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. Anyway. The, the challenges will slowly morph into mm -hmm. something else, a little bit of the usual, but uh, a little more of new different kinds of challenges. So yeah. No, I'd, I'd be all over that. Yeah. I'm happy to, it would, would be nice to get into both catch up with, because I also feel a bit weird that like, we're publishing something we spoke about six months ago. <laughs> I, know. Been I mean, I guess that's one way we can kind of catch up somehow. Don't know how. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to spend more time this week editing. So we'll see how far I can get you're um, using and then on, now, on the right? weekend as well. You're using, sorry? you're using Descript now, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. If there's mm -hmm. anything I can do again, just let me know if you want me to have a go at one or if you just, again, once you've done it, just I, I'll look into Transistor. I, I think I say that I think that's on me. There's, the last one didn't get published. <laughs> we got back. No, no worries. No worries. We we um, I think we're both. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, we both we both dropped the ball on yeah. on getting this going, but no, no worries. We'll uh, we'll get back to it and yeah, we'll, because I mean yeah. again, I think it's it's really it's beneficial for me and I hope it is for you and I hope somebody oh, yeah, somewhere sure. gets something from it just because I think it's again this um just saying these things out loud makes a difference and i don't know if other people find that true too but a lot of the time you know you're going through this stuff internally and you think you've got it sussed out and then you explain yeah. it 
and then you're like no i didn't <laughs> so it's definitely oh. helpful and as i hope it is for you too <laughs> for sure yeah it's super helpful for me too i enjoy having our conversations and it's super helpful otherwise you know i don't really you know other than the communities that we belong to that where we you know interact with and and ask questions or whatever or learn from others mm -hmm. as well but it there's it's something about actually saying things out loud and talking and bouncing ideas or you know even just experiencing of what we've been working on is super useful. Nice one. Cool. All right. So should we wrap it up here? I guess so. And, Sounds uh, good. All right, Alan. We'll meet again in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Cheers, man.